that's why we have to have that discussion. And I offered to come and talk to go on Joe Rogan again. I've been on a couple of times yeah. and have that discussion with him, but not to turn it into the Jerry Springer show with having RFK Jr. on. Bruce Lawn. Joe Rogan offers $100,000 for a debate on this topic. Guys, this is so interesting. And I actually, in a way, relate to the tension here. And at the same time, if I'm honest with you guys, I replied to this not having the full context. And I kind of took an L in my response because I didn't know who and what was being called out. So I'm going to come back to that thought in a minute. But let me just give you guys a, a catch up on what was exactly happening here. And this is a saga from Breaking Points. And he kind of does a great job summarizing what transpired between Rogan and rfk jr and then i'll give you guys my thoughts and challenges on this and i'll, I'll kind of clarify my l stance on this initially the internet is aflame right now in debate discourse after rfk jr's recent appearance on the joe rogan podcast not from the podcast itself but from the fallout of a previous jre guest their criticism of the rfk interview the previous guest as you probably heard by now dr peter hotez at one point appeared on the jre to publicize his book refuting claims that vaccines cause autism since, though, it has morphed into a full-fledged warrior for the establishment view on COVID. Now, Hotez, despite his previous appearance on the JRE, has criticized Rogan vociferously for airing a different view on COVID and now for platforming RFK Jr. himself. Hotez reacted to the interview by advocating for censorship by quoting a Vice article saying, quote, Spotify has stopped even sort of trying to stem Joe Rogan's vaccine misinformation, to which Rogan lit the flame with the response, I've rarely seen him engage with someone else on Twitter. He responded, quote, Peter, if you claim what RFK Jr. is saying is misinformation, I'm offering you $100,000 to the charity of your choice if you're willing to debate him on my show with no time limit. All right, so RFK is a huge person that is anti-bang-bang, not just questioning the origins of the Rona, but full-on anti-bang-bang in all cases. And this other doctor named Hotez, uh, has been on Rogan before. He was on there in the middle of the lockdowns, very early on, rather, and he's kind of pushing back on this. And so Rogan goes, great, let's have the debate. Let's have the debate. Now, initially when I saw this, I didn't know this was the same doctor, and I basically said, hey, RFK Jr. debates this all the time. This is the world he lives in. He is kind of the face of this anti-vax movement. He wouldn't say he's anti-vax, but for all accounting purposes, he is. And I said, hey, I think it would be better for someone like Dr. Z-Dog or even a guy like Destiny to engage in debate because debate is a different art form than being a doctor. And then I was reminded of who Hotez was, and I remember the interview, and, and I got more context. So initially, rare L on my take on Twitter, now that I have more context, I actually believe that this is something that should happen, and this should be a debate that happens. And I'll tell you guys something that happened with me in this conversation in a moment, all right? The offer was then increased by subsequent offers from billionaire hedge funder Bill Ackman, venture capitalists, and others, nearing some $600,000 to charity. So, the question is, will Hotez do it? Should he? So the offer went up to $600,000 for this doctor, Hotez, who again has been on Rogan, offering to debate RFK Jr. Now again, RFK Jr. is a good debater. Hotez maybe is not, and so I was giving him the benefit of the doubt, but as I found out more and more about him, I was like, yikes, this man's been going kind of hard against folks from this community. Two questions, those are what everyone's talking about right now. And it raises a lot of interesting questions. First and foremost, will he do it? The answer appears to be no. Hotez has offered himself up on Rogan's show, but it only seems as a singular guest. He doesn't want to do a debate. He explained himself. <laughs> 
himself on MSNBC to Mehdi Hassan on Sunday night. Let's take a listen to what he said. That's why we have to have that discussion. And I offered to come and talk to go on Joe Rogan again. I've been on a couple of times yeah. and have that discussion with him, but not to turn it into the Jerry Springer show with having RFK Jr. <laughs> on. So coach says going on with Rogan's podcast with RFK Jr. would be like Jerry Springer. I'm assuming because he thinks that the format wouldn't be right. Now, as a debate, the issues are a few. Number one, Rogan has already hosted multiple debates that were fair. They have borne fruit and actually show him offering grace to those that he disagrees with. I remember watching Rogan debate the gentleman. He had a debate with the gentleman from the wildly popular vegan conversation. It was a documentary that they put out. It was on Netflix. It was huge. People kept sending it to me. And it was so egregious and nonsensical. But Rogan hosted a debate, and the person who was arguing against veganism just kind of had an L performance and just did a bad job. And Rogan was gracious and conceding the point. Remember, Rogan is a carnivore. And he was gracious and conceded the same points that he was actually arguing against because the person did a better job debating the points of being vegan and plant-based. The one that really comes to mind is the 2019 debate on marriage and whether it is dangerous or not. That included Alex Berenson and a doctor who advocates for cannabis use. Joe, obviously an avid cannabis user, but he gave Berenson the time to talk, to air his views. Mm -hmm. In some cases, he even agreed with him. Not that narrative that most people would think going into that. Now, Joe has already offered to go as long as he needs for the debate, so there's no problem in terms of timing. As when RFK appeared on our show, for example, he had a set time that he had to go. Hmm. That's the mechanical objection. But now what about the moral one? This is where things get interesting and actually very, very revealing. The elites who back Hotez are united in their view that he should not deign to debate RFK Jr. Guys, this is not, this ain't how you make progress, man. This is not how you have meaningful, good faith conversations by just running from these sorts of debates. Hey, you wanna see something kinda crazy? Over 75% of the people that watch this channel are not subscribe please consider subscribing and turning your bell notification on so that you don't miss anything we have going here so-called experts should not do so this view was now best shown by tom nichols of resistance fame he says quote no medical professional should ever agree to do this never it elevates the conspiracy guy it demeans the medical professional will only convince the kooks out there rfk jr is right because mm. a real doctor took the time to debate him interesting that's an l take and i'll sh uh, and again i'll share my uh, perspective on this in a moment so just make sure you watch till the end no medical professor, sh professional should ever agree to do this because it elevates RFK Jr. First of all, RFK is polling at some 20% in the Democratic primary. He's got one of the most famous last names in American history. He is mm. a bona fide political candidate no matter what they do. He doesn't need Hotez to elevate him or anyone else, but more so it gets to the fundamental hypocrisy of Hotez and the other vaccine scientists who are refusing to debate RFK Jr. In one breath, they say that the science does not happen by debates. It happens by peer review and by journals. And thus debating that person would be inappropriate. It's not the way that science is done. But then- The issue with this is that this seemed to be the beginning of some of this goofy stuff with the science being united. And now we're seeing the, the science united on giving kids hormone replacement therapy. So what, is, what, is that, what does that mean? Just because the science says united, you, you, an obvious person could look at it and be like, this is ridiculous. And in the same breath, these people are appearing on public shows like Mehdi Hassan on MSNBC or Hotez in the past on Rogan to push a specific line of mm. argumentation and talk to the public in public policy debate. Hotez not only has been a vocal opponent of claims that vaccines cause autism, but he's literally been going on TV now for three years, constantly advocating for the establishment view of COVID. He defended lockdowns. He defended masks for children. He pushed booster shots on kids. And all else, in my opinion. 
COVID vaccines with underlying claims that have turned out to be flat out false whenever it comes to efficacy. He cannot use his so-called secret knowledge of science to advocate for public policy right. and effectively enter the public square, right. then take his toys and go home when he's challenged by someone else who wants to talk in that square. It is that view of the scientific establishment right now that when it's time to debate, oh, then they're scientists. But when they're just scientists, they're doing review. But when it comes to advocacy for something that they agree with, oh, Forget the scientific method. Predicted that COVID lies by medical establishment on vaccine efficacy masks would manifest a new generation of skepticism on all vaccines. Obvious now he was right in that those who want to defend other vaccines are now hamstrung by past COVID lies. That's a good take from uh, Sagar. I'll end with this. Vinay Prasad observed this nearly two years ago. The scientific establishment has nobody but themselves to blame for yep. vaccine skepticism yep. today. People like Hotez use their credentials to push childhood masking and lied about efficacy and yep. they justify their lockdowns. Yep. All of which were anti-science policies. Yep. Though don't be surprised, a few years later, there's a huge proliferation of questions around vaccines and about the approval process for drugs yep. generally. Yep. If someone has told you a lie once, the odds are they've probably lied to you before. That's a natural human judgment. And if they want to see their trust restored in their authority, they owe it to the public. Make their case with one of their opponents. If you can't, well, it tells us a hell of a lot about them. W take from Sagar. So here's where I'm at with this, and this is a bit this is a bit complicated, okay? Um, so I had a, quite a few friends who are in the medical profession who got the Rona, had the natural antibodies, didn't want to get the bang bang, the vaccine, and were told that they could potentially lose their job. And I remember this is a, this is a uh, this is a pressing issue for my buddies who were RNs working in hospitals, had it, beat it, were better, and they were still being pressured to get it. And I remember t walking with them through and trying to, uh, you know, be there for them and pray for them and, and help them get through the process to not lose their jobs. The fact that doctors, nurses lost their jobs who already had it and just didn't want to get it is just one of the, I'd say, lowest points in terms of how our country has dealt with the same people they called heroes on the front lines. Here's the flip side to this. Uh, I was one of the few Christians on the internet, that, as far as I know, that was open about me seeing the value in getting the bang bang, the vaccines. Meaning that I remember also seeing a bunch of my friends who were in my own age, who were healthy, who by healthy, I mean not overweight, who got the Rona and in the middle of the Delta variant completely got knocked off their feet, off for a month, sick as a dog, couldn't do anything. I also remember an acquaintance of mine who was actually a Patreon supporter, got it in his mid-30s, who I'd just seen at an event and tragically passed away. And so me and my wife, we decided to get the J&J. &J. We, we didn't want to do anything for our kids or anything like that, but we got the J&J, &J and I didn't see any really meaningful dialogue about this, especially in the Christian community, because everybody tended to kind of sway uh, against these pharmaceuticals, if you will, right, these, these, these vaccines. I reached out to the people who designed these. I reached out to folks like who, 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 Dr. Izzy, who helped create the technology. I reached out to folks like Dr. Francis Collins, who's a Christian. I think Izzy is a Christian who, who designed this technology, called this technology uh, a miracle technology, and repeatedly would ask them, come on my channel. I'm a Christian YouTuber. Christians are extremely skeptical about this. L have the conversation. Lay it out. I'm on your side. I, wanted, I want the people to know the facts. Engage in the discussions. And all of them refused to come on my platform. And, it, and I didn't have like a small platform back then, by the way. I was at 100,000 subscribers in the middle of all this. They didn't want to come on. They didn't, they didn't want to have this sort of conversation. And so it's unfortunate that the folks who are doing it in the name of science, even folks who profess to be people of faith, 
refuse to engage and have good faith conversations. All right. They refuse to engage and have good faith conversations. And it's a bummer that that the doctors who are pushing this stuff aren't willing to sit down with an RFK because, because in my opinion, not engaging in the debate legitimizes the position. Not engaging in the debate legitimizes the position. And so my, my position is has been consistent and clear. Uh, I don't think the lockdown should have happened. I don't think the doctors should have been forced. I don't think kids should have been masked. I don't think most of our response should have been. But I'm also not against uh, vaccines. I think they have some utility. Our kids don't have all of ours, but they have a lot of them. And I have friends that are love Jesus and they're pediatricians. And I kind of lean on them and ask them what is re- what is reasonable, what is not reasonable, what do they need, what do they think they need. And we don't get all of them, but we get some of them. And when it comes to this, people, uh, me and my wife got the J and J. And, uh, and, and that was it. And just because we were going to Florida, we were starting to travel again. And we saw all of our friends really, really down bad. And we're like, yeah, I'm good. I don't. I don't need to lose a month's of work because uh, I'm skeptical. You know what I mean? And uh, and I'm glad we did. Believe it or not, in my in hindsight, I'm glad we did. Uh, when we, by the time we ended up actually getting the Rona, uh, it was the sniffles. You know what I mean? It was the, it was the sniffles, and we saw people almost die. And we saw. And I, again, I know one one person my age who did die. That was that was extremely tragic. Left behind a family. And so I think like these kind of conversations need to happen. And uh, the folks on the scientific establishment need to lean into these conversations because not leaning into these conversations just legitimizes folks that hold the anti-vaccine view. And uh, no knock to RFK. That man knows how to debate this position. I've seen him debate it before. He completely knocks that out of the, out of the park. He knows what he's doing. But that doesn't, like, you, y'all got to find somebody, whether that's Destiny, whether that's Z-Dog, that's willing to to step into the arena and actually have a conversation and point out to him because the, fo- the, the folks that did debate that went on Rogan, uh, was it Dr. San- Sanja? I mean, he, Rogan kind of humiliated him and, and, and wiped the floor with him. And so, uh, yeah, I, th- I think these sorts of conversations need to have. I think debate is good. And I know that's a, a bit of a nuanced view. And, you know, some of you guys think that, like, this thing is going to make you grow a third testicle and whatever. Listen, I'm happy with the decision that me and my, me and my wife made. Our kids never got it. And there you have it, you know. So, anyway, those are my thoughts on this. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, I would love to see a debate. I would love to see a debate on this. All right. Hey, this is a segment for my daily after party stream. Consider partnering with us online for as little as $5 a month to get access to these daily after party streams completely unedited. You'll also get access to our podcast as they are streamed live into the community before anyone else gets to see them, get to interact with our guests, get access to our private Discord server, and a discount code for our store for as little as $5 a month. Ultimately, that will help towards helping us continue contextualizing the gospel using media and podcast here on YouTube. All right, I'll see you over there. Peace.